Welcome back, everyone. This is episode four of Third Eye Lectures. This is your girl, Shalom Ashegaya. And today I have a special guest. He's my best friend. Say, hey, best friend. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> you going to tell me your name? Yes, uh, my name is Kiaris Thompson, but my nickname is Key. Some know me by KT. And um, this is a young dude out here spreading flavor, spreading knowledge and wisdom in a certain kind of way. So if you want to tune into what we're talking about, Please pay attention because you might learn something and you might agree to something. And if you don't, it's okay because we all have opinions. It's all about building. Yes, it is all about building. I love that statement because um, building with black people, American people, whatever people is amazing, especially mm-hmm. melanated people. Right. Yeah, but um, so the title of sorry to cut you off, oh, just trying to jump into it. Yeah, <laughs> So the title of um, this episode is, I don't even have a title. <laughs> so, I have, I have a title. so whatever title you see. Okay, Kiaris, go ahead. The title Key, is, I'm sorry. Can black people produce good product? Can black people produce good product? Okay. All right, let's do it. So the reason why... Um, he came up with that topic or that discussion for today is because we were actually just sitting here and we were talking about Yeezys and my daughter, Kennedy, y'all know I have a daughter named Kennedy. She's nine. She's so into Yeezys. And I told her that I will never, ever buy her Yeezys. Um, and so I was just telling Kiaris that because he was just saying that he's about to buy some Yeezy. What? What is it again? <clears throat> Black Utility Yeezy 500s. Okay, those are the boots? Nah, these, oh. are, the new, these are the new sneakers. The new sneakers. Yeah. Okay. All right. I remember those ugly ass boots he came out with a few years ago. The moon boots that everyone was pressed about. I'm like, them joints are ugly. Oh, no, he got some new boots that are better, though. I don't care what boots he has. Season six. His shit looks like homo. I mean, not homo. No, listen, not homo. Homeless game, is what I meant to say. His shoe game is, I fuck with the shoes. As a shoe person, I fuck with the shoes. But when it comes to the actual apparel of the clothing it's mm-hmm. shit it's shit and listen, no the apparel of the clothing is definitely um <laughs> the clothing nobody buys the clothing, the clothing no is it's minimalist coasting. i mean there's there's yeah. some stuff that is nice doesn't no. he have like accessories like hats and stuff no only thing that was good in his apparel was his yeezy his yeezy uh his yeezy uh jesus Yes, apparel. yes, the Yeezus. That was yes. the only apparel that was fresh that he did. I like that stuff. As he's, you know, stepped into designing uh, his uh, Yeezys and shit. But that one... Well, Shalom doesn't buy anything yeah. from black people to make them richer if they're already rich. <laughs> Okay, I don't believe I don't believe in making celebrities richer. And I mean, no, I know that's like a that's crazy though. I know it's an oxymoron, y'all. I know I'm all about support black businesses, but a lot of these black people that are out here that are selling three, four, five hundred dollars Yeezy, uh, whatever his name is, Kanye. He knows that us as black people can't afford it, even though we're gonna spend our money on it because that's what the fuck we do. I mean, it's just that the simple fact, like, why would you charge your people so much money for some shoes? And you already got millions of dollars. Well, listen, this is the thing. Being being a person that did a little bit of timing in uh, fashion school. Yes. Okay. By the way, sidebar, Kiaris is a. I am an aspiring. He's not aspiring. He is a fashion designer. Okay. I'm just being humble. I am (laughs) a fashion designer slash curator slash 
Dripper. All those okay. So areas. he has all the credentials basically to That's talk right. about this subject. All right, go ahead and continue. All right. So basically a person that has learned about product management in the business portion of fashion, it stems when it stems from the knowledge of fabrics and where fabrics come. It's about textiles, textiles, all the fabrics and materials we use to create clothing, right? It's a whole science to fabrics. Alone. Right. So certain countries that produce something naturally are willing to charge you because it's the only place you can get it. You right. Me? And then usually people say that cost of any product is based on how much it took to make it. Yes. Okay. Or what materials you need to produce millions of it because these are being sold by the millions. So are you at, you're telling me that these materials cost that much money that they have to charge you that much? Because like, for example, we oh, know no, they, there's, there's definitely some pimping. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Just like, I mean, sidebar with Jordans, you know, 25 cents, it costs about 35 cents to make a shoe and they charging you $200 plus for no, a full man's shoe. We have to pay that price because we're not manufacturing the materials. Okay. America lost some shit and it affected a lot of good working class black people when they cut off those vocational skills, those skills you need for necessities to build communities with, like carpentry and mechanic work stuff simple stuff just to make sure that everybody can get some type of money rolling there's in. there's too many middlemen now yeah and that's why people are wanting to go back to america to america's buying the idea that even though taxes will be higher you can produce better product in your own territory dame dash talked about it even though everybody hate that motherfucker he's a good fucking businessman mm-hmm you feel me? Mm-hmm. You know, he do shit and he, he's a businessman. So he's all about thinking about, he says quality. He's a person, right? You know, that spent money on some of the best shit a nigga could buy, right? Yes. So you can believe that he knows what he's talking about. Yes. So back to what we were saying. You got to have the credentials. You got to have the credentials. So basically what I was saying is a lot of people that have a critical view on why things cost as much as they do are usually just people who haven't obtained a certain tax bracket to buy the shit they want comfortably without feeling like they're going to break their pockets getting it. Now, let me let me just defend on that because um, Shalom is not a broke bitch, okay? <laughs> Shalom is not a broke, melanated queen. So I just, I just want to throw that out there. But my whole thing, the thing, okay, so here, the thing about it is, is that when I was, you know, 20 in my 20s, all right, I, I didn't have, like, any sense of... I don't want to say how I was spending my money, but I, I didn't have anything really to live for but for myself. I didn't have any responsibilities, okay? So now that I have a nine-year-old daughter, now that I have, you know, a lot more responsibility, I have a car payment, a car insurance, a phone bill, you know, I'm paying rent. I got to pay um, daycare every week, okay? Like, there's there comes a responsibility that responsible, quote-unquote, people, adults, parents that will have. So I think just to speak on that half, like, for me... I don't feel like it. I used to be the one that spent a lot of money on stuff, but am I going to do it now? No. And that's just, and I just see, I just feel like the more that my third eye opens, the more I just see through the bullshit. So I guess that's where I'm coming from with that. Well, here's a question. Cause not everybody, cause the tax bracket bullshit. On, you just, just try to sound real. I know. You just try to sound real sedity right now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway, y'all. Um, so basically what I'm trying to say is, is that, can black people produce good product? Now, when we say that, we're talking about product that is popular that people want to buy. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's needs for everything, 
when we think about product, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Price. All right, price, right. So here's the thing. My thing is this, y'all. Quality. But price comes first. Every, quality should come first, though. Listen, here's... Go ahead. Okay, we, we, we'll, we'll get to quality and stuff like that. So basically what I'm trying to say is, is that I have seen an attempt to sell a shoe, a line of shirts, or some sort of apparel, you know, that people in the conscious community have tried to, you know, sell whatever. I've seen, and the thing is, man, it's whack. It's it's whack. It's W-A-F. It's, it's whack because you got to produce product that people are willing to buy. You see how, why niggas make money and, why they, and what they're willing to wear or what they're willing to buy because of the money they made. You feel me? So niggas take this kind of thing kind of serious. It's a hood thing. Facts. It's a, it's a, it, like the stuff that they bought, they wanted to look good, just like a Gucci, a Louis, or whatever. It matter, man. I mean, I think so right. because if you buy those products, you're gonna get that quality. Hold on, no, I'm, I'm saying it doesn't matter like where you are in your life. Niggas are gonna look good, bro. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, I'm not even gonna try to be like. I'm not even gonna try to like Shakespeare it. Like this is what they. That's what it is. When I was coming up, you wanted to look good because as a people, we have been deemed to be this that and the third of all these negative th- these negative uh these ne- negative things that they we've taken on oh look i live in this whack i live in this poor neighborhood but look what i'm wearing nigga. i'm not even i'm not supposed to be wearing this you feel me they if don't want to look like the struggle you you don't wanna you never want to look like the struggle they say pride. you can act bro- or you can be broke but you don't never want to look broke yo let me tell y'all something man when i was a kid and i had few good things that I was able to wear, I coordinated. People thought I went shopping all the time. Nah, I learned how to put shit together. A lot of people that could dress really well have had to learn how to put shit together so they can always look like they have a new look. You feel me? You were trying to disguise the fact that mom couldn't buy them jeans for you or anything like that. See, I was coming up in a time, right? I've always been, you know, in a place where being fly was what it was supposed to be. But coming up in Fayetteville, it was just a big thing to be fly. Right, right, right. You just had to be fly. And usually at black schools, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's a fashion show. It's a fashion show. That's how it was when I was in school. (laughs) Yo, let me tell you, my personal friends, shout out to my my bro, Chris, man. Me and him became brothers off the strength of loving clothes so much. Mm -hmm. It was like, yo, you wear Abercrombie? I wear Abercrombie. These hood niggas ain't wearing Abercrombie. You feel me? Because what happened was yeah, you had like your hood looking shit and then niggas started to take hood shit and they started going grunge. Right, right, right. Yes, yes. Shit like that. I love I love that today. look. <laughs> I love fashion today, bro. And I remember when my uncle was saying, man, anything's gone. Hey, they gonna go out of style in two years. No, the fuck they did. They yeah. didn't. One thing that I learned about one thing I've also learned about companies as we're talking about producing black products is that black people can produce a great image, a great look. They're great for marketing. Companies love to market us. Yes, but I feel like as black people, we don't even know our own buying, um, our own buying. Worth. We don't know how much we're worth. Yes, times. we we a lot of time. Well, okay, okay, no, 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 no. That's not what I mean. Okay. What I mean is. Black people don't understand what each other wants and likes. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like, 
okay, you say, okay, I'm going to use, for example, on a female standpoint, mm-hmm. on a standpoint. So if you have a, a black owned nail salon, mm-hmm. okay, now you go in that black owned nail salon, us as black women, we know how we want our nails to look. But sometimes when you go into a black nail salon, the service, yes, the service is shitty. shitty. And I mean, not saying that the girls don't know how to do nails, but the girls don't know how to do nails. So that's a very thing. I see. Then there you go. So a lot of the reasons why people aren't hip, aren't really giddy about having a black owned business is because customer service is a very important part and how we shop. I say. You dig? Customer service and appealing to people, people appealing to people is inviting them to bring their money also. You treat me well, I'm willing to spend my money. Yes. You feel me? Yes. That's why we have lawsuits because motherfuckers get offended. Very much. <laughs> that's so, why you have insurance to protect yourself. My look like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's what that is. Now, one thing I've learned about fashion is that I love something called trickle up and trickle down. Mm-hmm. Now, trickle up is when fashion companies see what people in everyday life are doing. Mm-hmm. Street wear mm-hmm. is an organic aesthetic to fashion. That's a nice fashion term. It's a real term. Street I didn't wear. know that. It's a no, 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 no. Trickle up, trickle down. Oh, trickle up, trickle down. Yeah. So trickle up. I, I didn't is, know anything about that. It's basically from the neighborhood. To own Balmain's walkway, mm. if not Balmain Supreme or any other brand that's associated with the streetwear aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I remember looking at an interview where they said, "Yo, I never thought I'd pay three hundred dollars for a hoodie." Hmm. I say. You feel me? Right. Okay, so what um. I'm trying to say is, <laughs> yeah, this is no seriously. I'm trying to give you. So listen. Give me some visuals. I'm ready. Okay, so trickle down. Yes, love. Uh oh, we got another. Huh? Kennedy, that's why you come out here. Kennedy, I got my nickname for you. Okay, so we're gonna wrap this up. Because I know you would talk about this for hours, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely, man. I love to talk about things that are close We're to We're going to bring you back fashion. on. We're going to talk about, like, things that you like in the fashion industry right now. Okay, cool. Because that's not my... It's, it's just... I'm not into it anymore. So... Right, right, right. Um, you can definitely, like, get, well, me, get, get my swag back. She definitely... But in a nice spiritual way. Of course. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, so what I like in fashion right now. No, not right now. What? No, not right now. What I want to know is, (laughs) I want you to finish your point about. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to finish your point about Mm -hmm. can black people buy good product? Buy good product. Okay. I want to. I want to bring in. Can they produce good product? My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to bring this into home base. All right, so basically what it is is that I believe that black people can produce good product because a lot of the a lot of the culture, which is hip hop, which is the most popular thing on earth, it represents that street element from which fashion, a lot of fashion comes from. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And that's why there's a great appreciation for what's in style, which is streetwear. Streetwear is like basically skateboard culture meets hip hop. 
I love skateboard culture. Skateboard culture is fly shit. You yes. know, um, my favorite band, um, my favorite band, Black Alley, just did a full photo shoot with Vans, and they are considered to be like hashtag hood rock. So shout out to Black Alley and yeah, shout out to that. That's their um, collaboration with Vans. They did a whole like thing with them, and I believe that it was on some. It, was it on uh, TV One or something like that? Or yeah, more than likely. Yeah. <clears throat> but they did like a whole interview with the band. Mm. So that shit that just made me think about that. So sorry. Right. That was that was really dope though. But yeah, so you know, um, yeah. So I feel like, but you, it's the conscious, <clears throat> it's the conscious community, bro. Like y'all don't produce shit that niggas want to buy, man. I'm gonna just cut it. I'm not even gonna be formal about it. You did. I'm gonna be. Just straight up with it, like because a lot of them are are fa- are basing their stuff off. <clears throat> a of- lot of y'all are older too, and that's another yes. reason why we don't want to buy your product because you're not buying what what we want. You it, listen, man. Listen. And also, it's it's very Afrocentric, and yeah, I, I like, and I don't more than just that. You t- yes, you got. But some people Congress. don't. Some people don't identify with Afro. They identify with Moors, or they just identify with being American or being Afro Latino. Exactly, and so that right. just because you're conscious doesn't mean as a melanin person. Listen, at the end of the day, y'all push Africa down people's throats. <laughs> no, I mean they do. No, they do. You push Africa down people's throats. You have to understand that Africa is a is a people. It's not a place. Hmm. Is it? Know. Is it a place? Africa is a place, but it's a people. It is a people, though. Is it a lifestyle? Hmm. It's a people. It it, it it is a lifestyle. Just like America, American <clears throat> is a people. It's not a lifestyle. Well, the thing is, what I'm just trying to say is that, you know, these Afrocentric pieces are great, but you cannot encompass the apparel and the fashion and the style off of the, off of the, you know, the subject matter of, you know, Afrocentrism. Like you have to spread beyond that. You dig? Like, right. Kuta can't, nobody wants Kente cloth on everything they wear. <laughs> like facts like no they don't you feel me i gotta cut it yeah you, listen <clears throat> you have the wrong tastemakers let the youth let the young let the young niggas take care of it man okay so you say that they can right of course all right but so youth, but it's the youth that provide revolutions you did. let me say my piece and then we're going to end it here okay number one i just want to thank you for joining me today on third eye lectures um Mm -hmm. but i've let you speak so yes i spoke too much (laughs) no you did not you were fine you were perfect i told him he did really well y'all so make sure you you send some applauses for kiaris because this is his first one he's he was really good impeccable work sir anyways um so can can black people produce good product yes we can we were just talking about clothes mostly. We didn't even talk about like. No, we names. didn't. We can we can touch on other things. Yeah. Um, I don't want to make this podcast too long, and plus I have stuff to accomplish as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I do believe that Black people can produce good products now, under some conditions. Though I feel like because we are conditioned by uh, white, uh, we've been whitewashed through conditioning. Um, when, when black people actually did try and produce quality things, we carried the shit out of them. Prime example would be FUBU, Fat Farm, uh, Baby Fat, and a few other, um, brands that I can't really think of off the top of my head. Um, I had another one in the back of my head, but literally like 
I feel like even if if us as black people were to really put something out, I feel like we would at, at a at a at a we would mm, we would almost hate on each other because it's like crabs in a burrow. You know, it's like we're all trying to climb out the burrow, but we're all climbing on top of each other. So can I think that do I think that we can produce? Yes. But I feel like on the flip side of the coin, will we support those black people that yeah, make producing? Exactly. Now that's that's the that's the thing. And I mean, we now have Rihanna. We have, you know, um, Kanye West, who, you know, are really two major key players that I can really think of in my head that are like mainstream mass mass mainstream that are producing. Um, And I mean, their lines are doing really well. I mean, Rihanna's uh, makeup line Fenty sold out in Sephora like you couldn't even get darker shades of foundation for months. Um, You know, her collections would sell the fuck out. I mean, there's still products on the on, you know, obviously on the shelves now. But like she has a permanent deal with Sephora and and all these brands. Mm -hmm. Um, So but the one thing I said is if Rihanna is going to produce Fenty, how come she didn't get on with a black like you know do some collaboration with black people sephora is is french it's not you know black so it's not black owned so technically your money is not really going to rihanna she's also cutting with um with sephora um but that's just that's just a sidebar of what i was thinking but anyways so the the question the question is do i believe that black people can produce good products yes i do believe that um, do I think there's conditions and do we have a long way to go to support each other on the front end and the back end? Yes, I do. So with, with immediate conditions. And that's just coming from a non-fashion standpoint, by the way, because I know as a fashion lover, you love clothes and you love the style and the aesthetics and the art. I get it. You know, I, I'm, I'm there with you because... As a female, I love fashion too. I love clothes. I love mm-hmm. makeup. I oh, love yeah. all of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm into it. But mm-hmm. um, am I into it like you know? Because that's that's your field. Right. You know, I'm a spiritualist. <laughs> so ask me about the last tarot deck that came out. <laughs> yeah, yes, I got you. Or ask me what's the latest crystal that I wrapped. I got you. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm. that's why we need to know your contact information. <laughs> so that if okay. we have any questions or we need any advice mm-hmm. on fashion, we can get it. Okay, people. Well, um, I have a a slight Instagram. Slight. Yeah, because it's it's going to get really better once I get these photo shoots popping. Okay. But um, it's Garbs on Fire. G X R B Z on Fire with two R's. Okay, and uh, and yeah, at the end of course, it's Garbs on Fire. You know, that's going to be my... Uh, Spell it one more time so they'll get it. Okay. Because it was a lot. G-X-R-B-Z, Garbs. I'm replacing the X with a... I'm replacing the A with an X. Garbs on fire. With two R's in fire. Okay? That's what it is. And um, you can get at me also through email. K-T-Wavy, W-A-V-Y, 96 at gmail.com. Hit me up up there. Maybe we can con- we can have a conversation and we can see what we could, you know, build on. Because right now I'm trying to build my move into the fashion world. So if anyone else is trying to do that as well, let's see what we can come up with. And with that being said, thank you for joining us on episode four of Third Eye Lectures. This is your girl, Shalom Ashe Gaia. And I'm signing out. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.